Today is Tuesday, August 22nd. The title for our devotional is Exchange of Worship. Remember, this week we're wrapping up my teaching portion of the campaign on worship. We're in the book of Romans and looking at Paul's description of the gospel in Romans and how it reveals humanity to have a worship problem. We are seeing what happens when we exchange our worship of God for the worship of something or someone else. Let's read Romans 1, 18-32. Paul writes, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him, but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal human beings and birds and animals and reptiles. Therefore God gave them over to the sinful desires of their hearts, to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Amen. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind, so that they do what ought not be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Although they know God's righteous decree, that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. On the devotional page, I've highlighted the sections that I want to focus on in this passage. But first, let's see what Paul is doing here. You remember from yesterday that Paul has said he is eager to come and visit them to preach the gospel to them in verse 15. Now he is describing what this gospel is, primarily through the lens of righteousness by faith. Before he describes how God's elect are all made righteous in the gospel, however, he must first describe how humanity is all unrighteous. As Tom Schreiner writes in his commentary on Romans, One can grasp the greatness of God's salvation, however, only when he understands the devastation introduced into the world by human beings, both Gentiles and Jews. The governing idea of this passage is found in verse 18. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people. The idea here is that humanity is desperately in need of God's righteousness through faith in the gospel because God's wrath is being revealed against sinful humanity. This includes both Jews and Gentiles. The wrath of God is currently being revealed, as he says, because it is in the present tense. Paul commonly refers to the wrath of God being unleashed in a final end times day of judgment. Here it is present. We'll see what that means tomorrow, but today let's focus on humanity's greatest problem. Humanity's problem, uh, Paul describes primarily as a worship problem. God is clearly revealed in creation. Yet sinful humanity neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, he says in verse 21. Glorified and gave thanks are worship words. Instead, they made an exchange, in verse 23. Much of this passage is written in the passive voice, something that has happened to humans, that is. 
But these verbs are active, what humans do. This is the root of sin and the cause of God's wrath. Humans do not honor him or give thanks to him. Humans exchanged worship of God for worship of created things. Remember, earlier in this campaign, we talked about cheap substitutes for worship. Here, Paul is explaining how we do this. We exchange worship of God for the worship of cheap substitutes. In verse 23 and 25, he mentions this. This then leads God to give sinful humanity over to their sinful desires, shameful lusts, and a depraved mind. The list of vices in verses uh, all of 24 to 31, really, but most notably 29 to 31, are what results when God leaves humanity to its own devices, which he does in response to idolatrous worship. This is where humanity always goes apart from the grace of God. It's a bummer, right? It begins with worship, though, as he's saying, and that's what I want to emphasize today, is Paul, Paul goes back to a failure to worship or an exchange of worship as the root cause of all of the evil and depravity of humanity. This idolatry, failure to worship, or exchange of worship leads to the wrath of God, the removal of his presence, which holds back evil. Worship of God leads to the righteousness of God and to the goodness of God. Tom Schreiner has a number of quotes on this in his commentary on Romans that I couldn't pick just one, and they all, and he says it again and again, which reveals how important this is in this, the first chapter of Romans. First one, he says, is failing to glorify God is the root sin. He just says it plainly. That is the root of our sin, as Paul explains here. Human unrighteousness most fundamentally consists in a refusal to worship God and a desire to worship that which is in the created order. Unrighteousness involves the refusal to give God his proper sovereignty in one's life. And finally, the fundamental truth of the universe is that God exists and that he should be worshipped and served, and his name should be praised. For reflection time today, reflect on this, what Tom Schreiner calls the fundamental truth of the universe, that God exists and that he should be worshipped and served and that his name should be praised. In this text, Paul stresses that sin is rooted, all sin is rooted in an exchange of worship. How have you seen this to be true in your life?